Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. We fast forward to 1979. We've seen a Conservative, a Labour, and now the re-emergence of Conservative, led by Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher is in, coming into a time period in which Britain is very much at its most down since post-war Britain. Unemployment is high, we're starting to see social problems within the United Kingdom, and most of this is really creating a malaise on our society, one in which UK society is feeling there is very little to hope for. Margaret Thatcher is a Conservative, and she comes to power in 1979, and she very much focuses on the idea that the education system should be providing more than just traditional academics. So the government, or the incoming government of the time, places emphasis on the introduction of vocational education. That's work-related qualifications for those aged 14 to 18. And we still see that in today's world. Uh, At the point of when Margaret Thatcher came to power, this was called new vocationalism. This development reflects a functionalist view in which the education system has to provide skills and expertise needed by certain industries and to support a modernising economy which makes it competitive across the world. The new vocationalism that Margaret Thatcher introduced has resulted in an expansion of post-16 qualifications in the late 70s, whether that be GNVQs, NVQs or some form of apprenticeship. All of this emphasis on having skilled workers who could work in industries such as engineering, carpentry, plumbing, electricians, all supports a growing economy that needs to be injected with new life and hopefully see an emergence of a new workforce. There's also work experience programmes put in place for schools and colleges, and this is linked to government as they hope to sort a skills training programme for when children leave education at the age of 16, they're able to find gainful employment. Now, vocational education is a good thing. Those who are in support of it argue that they will lead to a more skilled and better qualified workforce and will hopefully lead Britain to becoming more competitive. However, there are weaknesses to the vocational forms of education. When we think about vocational, it's often seen as through a stigmatised light. Critics argue that the emphasis on skills training disguises the fact that the problem is not young people lacking the necessary skills for work, but rather that there is no work for skilled young people to do. In fact, vocational and training is seen as reducing in numbers Uh, and actually they're ending up as needs, not in employment, education or training. Marxists would argue that the vocational education is also seen of a lower status and is stigmatised compared to those of the purely academic qualifications. Think of them as your traditional GCSE and A-level route students who go on to university. This is a way to tier the education system and in fact reinforce a social inequality in which working class children are prepared to be workers in a capitalist system. Vocational qualifications are also seen by critics as being similar to the idea of a tripartite system in which there is education for the academically privileged class and those who are not. 
Now, no matter what you think of vocational education, when we look at it in the late 70s, vocational education always has a place, even in modern day education. Whether you're doing something like a BTEC or a CTEC or an apprenticeship or days of college, vocational education provides a skilled outlet for those who are versed in these particular areas. Now, vocational education is one way of providing an alternative type of education for those who are, say, not the traditionally academically minded, whatever that means. There are also alternatives, and two of those types are home education and sand schools. Home education is exactly what it sounds like. It involves teaching your child at home rather than in a school setting. Parents or professional tutors usually carry out the home education. It's a legal option for people who wish to provide a different learning environment or culture slash ethos to a local school. However, more recently concerns have been raised about the standards of this form of education and how it can affect and impact on a child's learning and social development as obvious weaknesses include the lack of interaction with different children and being able to have relationships with adults other than their parents. Another form of alternative education are sand schools. Sand schools can be found on the south coast of England in which parents can pay a fee to send their child to a school which allows the child to choose whether they go to lessons or not. That's right. A parent can choose to send their child to a school in which they pay a fee and the child can choose to go to lessons or not. The student is free to uh, explore themselves and explore what they understand by learning. Whilst there is no uniform or rules or detentions and everyone's on first name basis, the idea is that it creates some sense of equality between everyone in the building, whether that be the children and the children or the children to the adults and the adults to the adults. This school type of schooling is very much based on a democratic ethos in which everyone has an equal vote and there's a real sense of responsibility for how it is run from all parties. Now, sand schools do have timetabled lessons, but if a student doesn't wish to go to lesson, they may not. They can leave a gap and are encouraged to find another way to use their time constructively. Now, whilst that sounds absolutely very laissez-faire and allows an individual to to choose what they want there are obvious weaknesses which is some students and probably the majority of students will find that a very difficult concept to get to get their head around the freedom to choose what they want some students do need an adult to be able to to encourage them and put them on the right path however the biggest benefit of a sand school is if that child does ultimately see education as important they have led themselves to that conclusion and in turn we'll see how important the value of learning really is. This type of schooling is an alternative to that of home and that of the traditional schooling which you go to, which is a state school or an independent school. A couple of questions to have a go at doing are identify and explain one criticism of vocational education and describe what is meant by alternative forms of educational provision. For now, I'll say happy revision and I'll see you on the next episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology.